Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any other MP3 player that you might have. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisner Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Billy D. Williams is coming back. The real Lando is coming back for episode nine. And we are here to tell you all about it because you have found stuff you should know. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I meant to say you have not found stuff you should know. Episode 66 of the Wretched Hive Podcast. My name is Steve Baldwin. And the Hivians are here in full force. Almost. Almost. Let's start it off, as we always do, with the Wookiee co-pilot, Greg Lent. Steve, you got to remember to take a breath for that intro, man. He sounds like you really ran out of air there. I, I am fired up, mofos. Let's do this. <laughs> well, Stevie B, I'm going to say I am fired up, too. I'm ready for some great Star Wars talk. We have a long hot summer here in Southern mm. California, right in full swing. We have a long time before the next Star Wars come out, so we've got a lot we got to get off our heads, get off our minds, get, off, get out of our mm. heads right now, mm. and really get into the swing of things so we can be pumped. Say it, brother. Star Wars action. <laughs> you know, it was 110, was it last Friday? Yes, At like was. 7 p.m.? Yeah. That oh, was... it was only 110. Oh, yeah. God. It was 120 to 23 in my, Palm Springs, and my God, on the open water, it was 107. You're, oh my gosh. My, my, that's insane. My car thermometer officially said, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> also on the show tonight, he is a lifelong Star Wars fan. Scott! Ivansky. <laughs> okay. Guys, I'm not going to leave the show one time at all ever again because this shit happens. <laughs> what is that? That's right. Did you run out of Dodger tickets for the did you run, did your season pat tickets of Dodger tickets run out for this year or something like That's that? Right. They, they finally pick, kick you out of the stadium? They pick they pick up in August. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to be gone again in August. So wait a minute. Scott! Are you saying I'm going to use that as much as I possibly can I know you are. Uh, It's going to drive me crazy. That you've been to Dodger games and have not called me. Or Greg. I might have some more tickets coming soon. Okay. All right. Keep us in mind, man. I'll I'll tell you all about it later. But I might. I want to say one thing. I am a lifelong fan. Mm -hmm. I'm still a lifelong fan, even after The Last Jedi and the poor performance of Han Solo, which I still loved. Loved that movie. But let's just get this out in the open. I might have some things to confess today. Okay, can't wait. Cannot wait. <laughs> well, I can't either. Cannot wait to hear from yeah. Scott uh, yeah. on this, because this is exciting <laughs> stuff. Ma- masturbation isn't really a sin, Scott. You don't need to confess that anymore. <laughs> I got over that when I was 25. And <laughs> finally. 
ladies and gentlemen, the Moss Eisley Spaceport Cantina is proud to present Bob Hope! <laughs> we have. Yeah, that's right. It all started a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Dave! Yeah, but how about that rebellion against the Empire, huh? And if Roberto Alomar was in this part of the galaxy, it'd be a rebellion against the Empire. <laughs> I thought I was going to hold it together. <laughs> Under no circumstances. Now, and you got to love that Luke Skywalker, though. He came from a small planet and worked his way up to saving the galaxy. But he still can't get a good parking space at the post office. <laughs> Should you ever... My god, these are getting long. Yeah, I think my joke writers will be spending some time in cell block AA-23. And I mean... And how about that hand Solo, huh? Ever! Yeah, did you hear they found C-3PO in a broken up heap at the Cloud City? <laughs> Call him. Sounds like a weekend with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Harry. Anyway, folks, thanks a million. You've been a great audience. Ah, oh, Potter. The Force and the Texaco Star be with you. Good night. Oh. oh. I don't even want to know where the hell yeah. you found that. That was Dave. You just took the words right out of my mouth. That is so good. That is so, so good. All right. Well, good. Why, thank you. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening to you wherever, whenever, however you are listening to us. This is the Wretched Hive. Thank you to my favorite rebel scum, Steve Baldwin. We are 4 by 4 tonight because the captain of the Millennial Falcon is not with us. It oh, is episode of the Millennial oh, Falcon. I'm sorry, guys. Not, <laughs> definitely, absolutely not on the show tonight. He is the captain of the... <laughs> Sorry about and that. Sorry to interrupt, Dave. Shame. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's, it's a shame, but it's episode 66, so it's like uh. General Order 66 night. Everybody's going everybody's gonna to fucking die at the end of it. And <laughs> right, right in line with that, I am so glad that they are bringing Lando Calrissian back so he can get together with his old mates. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Never mind. They're just bringing him back to kill him oh. off with the rest of my childhood. So let's move on to the next story. Oh, yeah. man. Brutal. Ah, uh, well, he is coming back. And we, we're, we're going to cover that story and more. Uh, but first, we have some business to cover. And that is that, uh, you know, we have an app, guys, on the Apple App Store. I don't know if I've mentioned this in the past. But you can download. Flash sale, right, Steve? Flash sale. Flash sale tonight only. On sale. It's free. The Wretched app is free. You can stream the show. You can play sound bites from the show. You can follow our blog, which has all the show links to all the stories we talk about on the show. You can read them for yourself and decide if we're being honest and truthful about what they say. Uh, and it is free. Free. I, I, I paid 25 I, bucks for this thing. <laughs> well, Seriously. I, I'm going to throw this in there, guys. I'm going to throw this in. Oh, that's if the anybody, other Other than one of the four of us, if mm -hmm. anybody and not related to us either, and we can't make any calls here. If anybody downloads the app as we're recording this, after hearing this message, I will give them a million dollars cash. Wow. Okay. Wait, as we're recording this or as they listen to it when it's released on Friday? Yeah, we have to announce it on Friday first, but they have to order it as we're recording. Okay. All right. So I will, uh, I will take a look. 
Oh, as the record. I see. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, so I will the take light, a look and see the if... The light goes on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little slow. This, this whatever Scott poured me tonight is is numbing my brain cells. I was with you, Greg. If it's any consolation, I was right there with you the whole time. Well, I'm going, someone's gonna, someone's bound to hear this and download it, my God. The two of us are sober for this. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's good right. stuff, right? That's good. He's entering every contest he fucking can. He's like, wait a minute. Yeah. And by the way, if you if you snake that signed John Williams score for me, I will oh. cut. You have a Mark Hamill autograph, motherfucker. Stay in your lane. That was. I don't know if you guys saw that, but you can share this post and possibly win a signed copy of the Jaws score oh. signed by Jay Will himself. Jay Will. And uh, yeah, well, that's what his close friends call. That's right, that's right. And I, uh, I did share it in the hopes of stealing it right out from underneath Dave. <laughs> Fill in the blanks on that one. Come on, Dave, quick, let's go. He's pissed. Oh, this, it's not funny. It's He's not pissed. Funny. Look at that. He is steaming. This is awesome. Oh my god! All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another soundbite you can put on the fucking app. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <If you don't, laughs> there it is. There it is. Right there. Actually, thank you very much. Uh, if you do not want to download the app, you can still follow us. Get to facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. We post a lot on Facebook. Uh, Twitter at Wretched Hive Pod. We're on Instagram, Wretched Hive seventy seven, and uh, you can always call the Wretched Hive Hotline. That's at five six two. Four five five four four eight three. That's five six two four five five. Hive. That's H I V E. In case you can't spell hive. You're goddamn right. It is. And, I'm looking uh, right at you, Mr. President. Collusion has two L's. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's get into our next segment. I think we have an update on Scott Watch. Scott, do you own The Last Jedi? Uh, no, I do not. You are fake news. Wow. I think that Jameson has, has warped Scott's brain over the years, and I think he's just blacked out all of the 90s. Don't be rude. I just want things to be factually correct. Is that too much to ask? Is that really too much to ask? <laughs> we are fighting the fake news. It's fake. Phony. Fake. Okay, let me take a deep breath and a big <laughs> swig of Jameson's. Here we go. Because I've been nice to Scott. Scott! Hello, Scott. Oh, oh, oh my God! It's ridiculous. Scott Watch 2018. Scott Watch 2018, episode 66 edition of the Wretched Hive podcast. And uh, Scott, it sounds like, based on the pre show conversation, yes, that uh, you might have something to share that's significant to Scott Watch. So I I'll do. hand it off to you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Some, uh, do you want me to leave that in there? That's, oh, that's kind of nice. Creepy. It's like Bob Ross music or something. There you go. All right. Guys, uh... <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, I hate you right now. Uh, but that's it's almost too good. We're leaving it in. Guys, I'm just going to grab my brush and whack it <laughs> off a little bit and... Wow. Spreads I didn't realize <laughs> KSTV was on the air tonight. <laughs> you know me too well. All right, Dave all Potter. right. All right, Scott, give us the update. What's going on with Scott Watch? Well, I, I know I'm going to have some fans and some friends that are going to be highly disappointed in me, but mm. I don't own The Last Jedi. Ooh. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news <laughs> on the Wretched Hive. And. Wow. And. Did I watch Attack of the Clones recently? Yes, I did. <laughs> recently? Like, as in... After our last conversation, which was about four weeks ago, 
I watched The Phantom Menace. I'm catching up on my prequels. Eventually, I'll get to The Last Jedi. So, you're you're not sensing any inner hypocrisy, anything about previous conversations that have been had with certain people on the show and <laughs> and the, the wives and girlfriends of certain people on this here show? No, hashtag Chris... Christine Olka was wrong. Oh, all right, you're gonna start that. You're gonna start that shit with me. I, I, I'm just look. I just, I'm, I just know Jar Jar Binks better be on your top five list tonight based on feedback I've gotten from Christine Olka. <laughs> I just, I just report the news. That's all. Hey, that's all I do. I will say. Did anyone get my photo? I was gonna post that up on our Facebook page, which I will get to, which I never do. So that's the best part. Yeah, that's I the know. That's, yeah. However, promises, uh, promises, promises, promises. Uh, did did someone see the the posts where I had all the Last Jedi Blu-rays and DVDs lined up behind me and I was in Target like laying I on did. To- I, I did was- see that. Oh yeah, I got a few of those. I unblocked you on Facebook, so I did see that. You yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> I see why. I see how this whole thing is. Oh my, my, my. Alright, well, uh, this has been Scott Watch. <laughs> <laughs> 2018. And we will continue on with Scott Watch. <laughs> I, I want know. some more Baker shit right now. Actually. For anybody at home good, that right? thinks we have driven this routine into the ground, <laughs> I just want to say you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, not yeah, even yeah. close. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know what? Guys, guys, I got breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Yes. Okay. I'm holding back on you. All of you. Okay. He's also watched Revenge of the Sith. No, I actually watched The Last Jedi again. You did. I did. Seriously. I did. Uh, okay. It is now on, what is it, Netflix? Right. It's yes. available on it's streaming, on ne- multiple. On Netflix, yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So multiple I, sources. I decided to put it on and watch it, and I actually called a suicide hotline <laughs> five and a half minutes into the film mm. because of the Hux and, uh, what's his face? Poe? Poe. Oh. Yeah. Mm. See, I don't even care. Nobody can care Nobody anymore. can report, remember Poe's po name. Poor Poe. Whatever, Poe. Yeah, that dialogue sequence, we've yeah, discussed so it in the past. Yeah. It is horrible. <laughs> it's yeah. horrible. And then after that, I fell asleep. And I left the poor you're, person on the suicide hotline watch. You're, you're going to change your tune once Poe is revealed as Ray's secret, long-lost twin brother. Oh, mm, God. That was floated out there last time, I believe. Or was that in pre-show yes, conversation? Okay. Was right. that, wait, wait, wait. Kylo Ren's twin brother, actually, and the, and the secret son of Han and Leia. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Was this last episode? I <clears> we did yet. discuss the first part of that theory last episode. I think the second part was just, uh, I think Greg just pulled it out of his ass. I was going to say, that, that was pretty that, good. Is that our new... Our well, new I don't know. Movie. Was that part of the original theory? No, it's not I, part I, of my I, original I theory. I completely made that up. Okay. <laughs> you've, pulled, you've pulled worse things out of your ass. So, <laughs> seriously. God. Scott's tune bugs being one of them. Remember. <laughs> that time in Tijuana. Bad. Oh my god. Alright guys, last week we held a contest. Winding your way down to Baker Street. Good friend of the show, Brad Shawn, won the contest, and that was to determine the topic of this week's high five. And we are ready and fired up. Let's bring it! Episode sixty-six version of the high five. It's the high five. A list of five things. Five things. Five things. Five things. Five things. Five things. That's a bit excessive. Five things. This is the top five things that I put in the list while becoming slowly more incoherent. A top five list, if you will, from the Wretched Hive. 
That's right, it's the top five alien species in the Star Wars universe. Alien species in the... A plus producer credit. When I when I when I put together my like my my role to show people that I can actually do this for a living, I am going to include these segments you for sure. Just so. fucking Baker Street, just for fucking acting. I just want to say right now to any of my coworkers at the office that are listening to this after the many many times I've talked to you and handed out cards, these are the high production values that I promised oh. you. You know what? I think should we should we just go Baker Street for the theme music for the high five? <laughs> oh my god! I say we just do it. Let's hear. Uh, let's wow. let's just fire this up. Here we go. Little Jerry Rafferty. Jerry Rafferty, folks, go. ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wretched High Podcast. <laughs> All right. So, as we've discussed in the past, <laughs> no Christopher Cross. Ah, uh, that's coming up. No problem. Oh. I got that on cue. On on uh, on cue. We got it queued up. I know you do. All right. So. The order. Now, Dave is the official scorekeeper. Okay. Because clearly I cannot do two things at once. There's no possible <laughs> way I can add a third. Um, so the order will be as follows. We will go. Greg. S- Steve. Scott. Okay. I, I can't hear a word over the saxophone background. And- I'm sorry. <laughs> There we go. I'm, just, I'm just thinking of Rob Lowe blowing into the saxophone, horribly pantomiming playing it in St. Elmo's Fire. <laughs> That's a great movie, by the way. It is, it is. Is, but it, is it better than The Last Jedi? Hey, oh, yeah, way, way better. <laughs> Although, <laughs> Demi Moore trying to kill herself by wind and opening yeah. all the windows, it's a little cold. <laughs> all right, so. It was Boston, dude. Come on, Boston. Is top, top five chilly. alien species. And we are going with Greg with the, his first pick for number five. Greg, number right. five, the uh, the the first evil alien species. Well, uh, no, there's a there's a treacherous alien species, but evil, truly evil alien species. You see, the Rodians. My mm. man Greedo oh. stepping into the scene, getting his ball shot off. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, shooting first and then getting his ball shot off. Yes. So remember the rules are we don't really talk about it until this until they're named twice. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah. for reminding okay. us of the rules, Dave. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it hardcore. All right. Which is Rodians. We'll do it what, live. That's what she said. <laughs> um, all right. My t- my number five pick is the Ithorians. Can you spell that, please? Otherwise known as Hammerhead. I T H O R I A N. It's the Hammerhead. That we first see in the Moss Lysley Cantina. I well, no, we can't talk about it. Okay, all right, all right. So uh, all right. Scott, you're up. What's your number five? My uh, my favorite background character alien is the Weequays. Ooh, the can, can you help me out on spelling that, please, sir? Yeah, that would be W E E Q U A Y S. Thank you, Weequays. And they are the skiff guards that force Luke into the pit. Nice, the Sarlacc. Pit. Really, that's what they are. Yeah. Okay, Dave. All right. I thought they were prune faces. Nope, nope, nope. That's I did too. Else. That's somebody else. Okay. So I was reading off of Greg Lent's uh, homework, and I also picked Greedo and the Rodian. Yes. Race is nice. my number five, and I picked them because so good, they 
look, that Greedo looks so much like a Star Trek alien from the original <laughs> series to me. He just he's always had a special place in my heart. I yeah. think Kirk may have fought Greedo or yeah. fucked. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, he is attracted. You know, it's green. Let's green. Let's face it. You know that yeah. was that was the original subtitle for the Star Trek series. Was it fight or get, fuck? Fight or fuck. Get her, get fuck. <laughs> By the way, the green alien that that Kirk gets it on with. Oh yeah, hot. In in the series and the movie. Yes. My God. Both. Both. Kudos. Uh, but Greedo, you're right. It's the it's really like the first kind of hands-on encounter we have with an alien. I mean, to me, it's like the one that stands out to me is as one of the it's one of the standout moments of the first movie when Han just shows what a badass cold-blooded killer he actually is before he meets Leia and then we know what happens in Return of the Jedi. Yep. But that's that's Han, that's Han at his most highest level of badassery right there. Yeah. To me. Agreed. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't have said it better. All right. Sorry I stole your thunder there, guys. No, that's okay. That's okay. All right. Number four. number four, Scott. Uh, uh, sorry, Greg. Greg, Greg, you're up with number four. You're, you're not in charge of this thing, Steve. We're My taking bad. over. Thank you. My God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> number four. I'm gonna go with the, straight off the bat with the Jawas again. I love the Jawas. Mm. They've made my number four. Okay. Jawas number four. Check. All right. My number four is are they're humanoid form, but they hail from the planet Alaskan, and it is actually the character we know is. Dr. Evazian oh, in nice. the uh, Moss Lysley Cantina. Yes. Yeah, he is from the planet Alaska. I don't know what else to they're, call him. Yeah. He's they're Alaskans? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what you were Where saying. Where does George Lucas come up with it, folks? Yep. <laughs> How does he do it, guys? Uh, look, give me that map! Trust me, we got something else we're going to talk about very similar to that. All right, later Scott. On in Scott, course. number... Four. Number four, I'm going to go with the always hot and sexy Twi'leks, except for uh, except for the one, the one, which we don't like. Uh, Aren't they sparkly vampires? Yes, they are sparkly vampires mm. as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And Dave, what's your number four pick? My number four pick is not the Jawas. Uh, Dave. It's the Sand People. Oh yeah, that's Tuscan, a good one. Tuscan Raiders. Lady Tuscan Raiders, and that's just because they were—they're—they're uh, they're horrifying, scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. We can't talk about him yet. All right, so we are on round three, Number and three. it goes back Starting to Greg. Starting with me, I'm gonna stick with the uh, the ultimate badass in the universe, the Dothamirian Zabrax. Ooh. AKA Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Look at you. Great pull, Greg. I like that one a lot. I like that one. Uh, my number three, I went with Banthas. I was always intrigued with the Banthas as a kid. Now now wait, wait, wait. We got we gotta I gotta jump in on this. That's that's actually a so, creature. Yeah. So I thought it was just alien races. So is that is that legit? Is that Oh, it's legit. I know it's legit. <laughs> we know Banthas are legit. I just decided it's legit. Okay. Well, I gotta, wait, I gotta, wait, wait a minute. Dave, can we get a judge's ruling? I, I'm going to allow it, but you have to. We have to interrupt for a quick question. Okay. All right. A quick, a quick sub, a quick sub segment. Mm-hmm. This is just for Steve Baldwin. Okay. Mm -hmm. Banthas or Porgs? What's your Star Wars choice? <laughs> oh. Never made love to a Bantha. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go Porg. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> I, I I'm calling I'm calling. I'm so glad Lisa doesn't listen to the show. Oh, thank God! <laughs> so good, right? Thank God. All right. Uh, all right. You, no, wait, no, wait. You're not down with this. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm sensing it, angst in you. I, I'm, I'm going to allow it just because we didn't actually specify it, Scott. We had a big long discussion beforehand of all the rules. We didn't actually we specify. We did say it had to be creature animal. versus humanoid. Yeah. Right, right, right. But just hear me out for one second. If that were the case, we actually have another segment: creatures of the Star Wars universe. Okay. So that's my only thing is. That could be included in All that right. as well. Well, I, so I, I can, I can, Yours. if it would make you feel more comfortable, I can revise because <laughs> I was debating between this one, and I just, I just have to go Tuscan Raider. It's that was not, my another, that was my other right, choice. So okay, fair enough. People. But just let yeah. me put it on the record: it's not like I haven't felt uncomfortable in, in mm-hmm. our little office here mm-hmm. before. In the, in the presence of the, the giant palatial, <laughs> wretched hive, slash pod set. I, I don't want to put, put you in an uncomfortable spot, Steve. Oh, I've it's been in many uncomfortable spots God. with that pork. I know. Look at it. <laughs> it's wearing headphones. So, all right. so all right. So just, just I, I feel like I'm. I don't want to pull a fast one on you guys here or mess up the rules here. I, we'll go. Let's go Tuscan Raider. That's right. fine. I, I already, I already marked you down for that. And then we oh, can okay. discuss right. them because those guys were scary as hell. They were. Yeah. And we brought it up twice, right? So that's yes. This is twice. It's fair to talk about them now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, damn. I'm kind of bummed because uh, some of the ones you guys are choosing, which are great uh, uh, species I or races, they're awesome. I just I, I had too many to choose from. So Well, the thing about the Tuscan Raiders that I find is cool, and this goes back to whether or not you need to read the books. I read Kenobi, and Kenobi, the, the book, is, is about... Ben Kenobi's existence on Tatooine and the Tusken Raiders play a significant role in that hmm. and um, they get into like when you're when you're a little baby Tusken Raider they wrap you in your first wrappings and if sand gets in there it's okay and you deal with the pain and the anguish that's caused and the blisters on your skin and everything it's part of being one of the part of the clan oh, yeah. it's like a rite of passage and that, that that's just so crazy insane and cool yeah. I think it's cool and the design on those creatures is awesome. And they actually showed baby Tusken Raiders on an actual film. Or in an actual film. Is that film. episode three? That is in episode two, our favorite episode. Two. Anyone? Can anyone do a good uh, Tusken Raider scream? Well, wait, wait, wait. Original A New Hope scream? Or are yeah. we talking all the manipulated, horrible crap that's come afterwards? Let's go original New Hope. No, I can't. Okay. No. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, okay, so we are to Scott for number, choice number three. Number three. Mm-hmm. Can't believe this This is on my list at number three, but I had to put him somewhere, and that would be Wookiees. Nice. Nice. That's a good yep. choice. Okay. I said him. I should just say Wookiees in general, but we all know we're talking about Chewbacca. Here. Dave. All right, I am going to go off the board, and I'm going to pick the Kubaz. Wow. Which of the Kubaz? Okay. The Kubaz was, uh, it was the, uh, I believe his name was Garindan, and he was the spy who reported on finding the droids in Episode 4 to the Empire. Yep. And they have a very low production value look to them, but I love the language. I just love the language. The sound, the sound design, yeah. yeah. Super cool, super cool. Alright, so we're at uh, our second choice. This is our second favorite alien species, and we are going to go back to Greg. 
Number two for me, I, I'm going to join Scott here and go ooh la la with the Twi'leks. Yes! All right. This is your number two choice, Greg? My number two choice, correct, sir. I'm just going to I'm just gonna throw this out there. My number two, also Twi'leks. Wow. Yep, so let's just dive right in. So we got three here. That's let's... what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ula is Who didn't want to dive right hot. into Ula? Hot. Yeah. Ooh la la. And the actress that played Ula. Femi Taylor. Yes. Yes. Well done, sir. Thank you. Twenty years later, came back and refilmed the the scenes in Jabba's palace. Why? Because she was this, so hot. And for the special editions, right? Is that what? Yeah, the, yeah. For the special editions, and, and looked exactly the fucking same. Incredible. I know. I know. That's what dancing does to you. I want to start dancing. All all, all women hated her, I think, at that point. But there <laughs> yeah. are there are multiple there are many Twi'leks in the Star Wars universe. Are there not? You have. Uh, oh yeah. You have her. There yep. was a Twi'lek Jedi. Uh, what's his name in Jabba's palace? I think he was a Twi'lek. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, the the major Ponda guy. Yeah, no, no, Ponda no, Baba. No, 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 no. no? no? Um, not not Pond- Ponda Baba is the is the walrus man. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, shoot, what's his name? The blue guy. Oh my God. Oh, well, isn't Bib a... Fortuna? Bib Fortuna. Yes, Fortuna. I was so close. Ponda Baba, Bib Fortuna. It sound, they both Bib sound Fortuna. like sushi places. Um, <laughs> is, I forget Bib Fortuna. Is Asuka? Is a Is Ahsoka Tano? No, Twilight. She is not. What is she? She is. Um, oh my God! It starts. I think it starts with a T. Uh, oh, our our listeners are screaming into their headphones. Please right now. scream, scream! <laughs> God, I can't believe I can't remember that. It's Baker Street. It's throwing you off. It is. All right. Well, Twi'leks, hot. She is a a Togruta. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Not a Twi'lek. And the Twi'leks just... You know, they're they're always they're always walking around in the background. They're always kind of sassy. They're, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a blue Twi'lek Jedi though. What is her name? That. Yes. Oh yeah. She dies on the on that crazy jungly planet. That's very colorful jungle planet. Yeah. Oh my god. And the actress that plays her is I know. It looked, just... it looked like Fisher Price flew up, threw up on that planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just lovely. And it <laughs> yep. it looked like there was play, there were Play-Doh flowers everywhere. Um, Kabaz. Uh, right. What is her name? Oh, Alright, we'll, we'll think yeah. of it later. It'll, yeah, it'll yeah, pop yeah, in yeah, there yeah, when yeah. we're trying not to think of it. Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Ponda Baba. Uh, <laughs> Scott, what are we at? What are we at? What Scott, number? it's it's your number two favorite species. This is uh, my Steve favorite. And I both had Twilight. This is my number two. favorite yep. number two, and this is George Lucas's genius. Yeah, is the Mon Calamari. Yeah, yeah, good choice. A bunch good choice. of a bunch of fish. All right, Dave, number two. It was also the Mon Calamari. No. Wow! All right. All right. Well, can talk about him. Yeah. Yeah, I it, it it and my thing was, it I thought that should be a stupid race design. That race design should not work. Let's take a fish head, let's put it on a humanoid body and make it talk. And yeah. it it was a very distinctive look. It was very interesting to me that that character was in charge of the battle yes. as a kid. And as you got into the expanded universe, they really fleshed out the legacy and what that race meant to the rebellion in the galaxy as a whole. Mm. So they, yes, they've always been a favorite of mine. And uttered, uh, uttered one of arguably one of the most famous lines Ever. in the Star Wars universe Ever. that's become meme. I don't know how many memes there are for yeah. 
It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And that, you know what? And he was not the first character to utter it, but he's certainly the most famous. Yeah. Yes. I. You know what? I agree with Dave on this. I love this character. Um, but let's let's get one thing perfectly clear, and maybe this is the snarkiness in me hmm. coming out, but. Uh, he wasn't really in charge because nobody could handle Lando in that sequence. I mean, seriously, mm. if he was really in charge, Lando would have been in the brig in two seconds. He disobeys every order <laughs> that he tells him. No, 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 come on. We just got to keep going, keep pushing forward. <laughs> don't, don't retreat now. I mean, seriously. I am pumped about Billy D coming back. We'll get there. We'll get no there. Job. All right, yeah. let's, let's finish this up here. All right, uh, we're getting all close. Right. Uh, so let's see. Who's are we at? Are we at, to number one? Are we at number? Yes. Yeah, yes. Right, number, one. No, number one, Greg. What's your number one? Number one. There can be no other. There is only Wookies, guys. Wookies are number one for me. Sorry, Scott. You had it too low. It's got to be Wookies. It's Wookies. It's Chewbacca. Come on. Wookie is my number one as well. Fair, fair enough, Greg. I I can't disagree with you. I had to put him somewhere on the list. Sad to say that Wookies made my number three, but just. What a great species! Yeah, was was uh, our, uh, reportedly designed after the dog? Yep. That would drive around uh, as a co-pilot for George Lucas's for George. dog, and yeah. that dog's name was Indiana. Indiana, yes, 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 yes. Uh, what a great character, and gets a lot of love in Solo, also, which is which is yeah. wonderful to see that that uh, Chewbacca got the respect and love and film time that he deserves in yeah. Solo. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Scott, what's your number one? Oh, it's me. Really? Yep. Uh, this one is for my good, warm-hearted buddy, Dave. Mm. It's the Ithorians, the Hammerhead, Ooh. also mm. known nice. as Moma Nadal. Memo Nadal. Who is right. the, who's the, which is the name of the character in yep. the Moss Eisley Cantina, right? That is okay. his name. Okay. Uh, they all called him. We all heard them say Momal Nadal or whatever it was. Every, you just couldn't stop him from saying that throughout that entire scene. Nope. <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> I'm going, really? i got to listen back to that. <laughs> oh, it was all. everywhere. It was everywhere. I mean, I remember as a kid that he would, it was a hammerhead. I mean, that you know, yep. it was walrus man and hammerhead. Seriously, it's it's come up, it's out there, so let's talk about it real quick. The reason why I picked him is not just because it was Dave and we were having fun with it, but seriously, that action figure to me was one of the most badass action figures. It, once you got him loosened up enough, you could swing that dude's head around and he'd be knocking everybody <laughs> around. I, it was the great. You just flick him and he spin around like a fan and just knock down stormtroopers. It was the greatest action figure. And now, biologically speaking, that creature, it's like. I, I'm not sure how it eats mm. and how it doesn't have constant neck pain, but that thing, the design on that thing is super cool. It is. The whole, all, all of the, the creature shop, of course, you know, famously just unbelievable that what they put pulled together for, for the cantina, but that 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 design is like one of the standout designs of, of episode four. Yeah, and how can you not, I know we're doing a top five, but seriously, how can you not have like a top 25 yeah. because you would hit the entire cantina. Well, we got one more to go. Yep. Dave, what's your number one? My number one? Because none of you had it high enough. Okay. The Twi'leks. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> All right. excellent. All right. Excellent. Way, to go, Way to go. Well done. So, uh, hold on. Let's end on some sacks here. Jerry Raffer. Give him the the Yep. Slot him up, uh, Dave. All right. So I did this with weighted scoring. Excellent. 
uh, just to really try to rub Steve's nose in it real quick. So, <laughs> yeah, because my ego is so large about this. Oh my god! <laughs> so just to explain uh, explain that real quick for anyone who might not uh, track with what I'm doing. So a fifth place vote was worth one point, a fourth place vote was worth two points, and so on. Weighted scoring. Okay. So with that in mind, we had a tie for fourth place between. Uh, the Tuscan Raiders and the Ithorians with five points apiece. In third place with eight points were the Mon Calamari. In second place with 13 points were the Wookiees. And number Ooh. one overall were the Twi'leks with 15 points total. We hmm. are a bunch of disgusting pervert old men. Bunch yep. of horn dogs. Yep. Horny That's bastards. That's yep. it. Yep. Sorry everybody. We realize that. We apologize now. Um, we will make do. We will. We will do better on the next show, guys. Hey, look! I look. apologize for nothing. I no guarantees on nothing. That, it's fake news. <laughs> fake Don't news. Leave the fake no, news. No, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have to admit one thing. Being okay in '83. Seeing a Twi'lek on, you know, I don't care if there's body paint, and I don't care if there's a bunch of tentacles coming off of her head. That was nudity in a Star <laughs> Wars film. That just adds to it, Scott. Let's be real. Let's do it. That's yeah. It's the tentacles coming off the head. That's your first experience of cosplay hotness, right there. Seriously. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Seriously. Yeah, the ladies that dress up as the Twi'leks are yeah. Fun good, to look. Good at. for you. Fun. To look. Eye candy. I'm glad you brought up the cosplay because we are heading into Comic Con week, guys. Comic-Con. It is no Star Wars news at all. Yeah, wow. this is like the the uh, one of the first Comic Con they've been saying that with that's basically going to be devoid of Star Wars. Wow. Uh, although and Marvel too, I think. Yeah, and, and Marvel. Marvel's yeah. not there in terms of sessions, but there's a lot of stuff to look at. If you go to like, um, uh, is it uh, RebelScum.com? They've yeah, got a whole yeah. breakdown of all the Star Wars events and things that you can see at yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot every, to see. There's just no new stuff. Yeah, Rebel Scum and I'm sure the Force.net and a few others out there. Oh, the Force.net uh, is what uh, I was trying Galactic to go, yeah. Hunter are another one. They they really break down at least the uh, collecting side of things. But, yeah, yeah they're pretty good at doing that. It, Hasbro's going to be there, right? As far oh, as I'm, I know. Sh- and, I'm sure of it. And Lego. And Lego. And Lego. And, and, and you know, the, the, the Marvel that will not be there will be... Um, the movies, the comics, obviously, still be there. They have a huge. They yeah. always have a huge every year. And artists and everybody show up. There's gonna be tons yeah. of Star Wars presence that's there. Just nothing, nothing from Lucasfilm proper in the form of a um, panel. Yeah. Well, you uh, know what? One of the years I think I went with Greg. Uh, it was fantastic. Lego built this entire room like you walked inside of what looked like the the skeleton of a Death Star, and all of their giant ships were built and were hovering up above you. It was, was, seriously, if you aren't going to Comic-Con or have never gone, go to Comic-Con. It is an experience like you'll never see or feel again. It is amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. So none of us have any connections going down there this time around? Yeah, I do. I have a few people. Not this year. Not this year. I'm not going, but I have some people going. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we have to have them on. I had a connection, but I wasn't able to make it down. Yeah. Ah, ah, okay. All right. Well, we'll have to get an update. Yeah. Following, maybe yeah. we can maybe we can do a mini episode there. And actually, one of them might be uh, what's uh, Jackie, Jackie oh, Michelle. Cool. She oh, cool. Oh yeah, she's going. going down yeah, there. Okay, yeah. very cool. All right, guys, let's get to the news here. What is happening? Let's do it. All yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> oh. 
That's the problem. Uh, yeah, I'm up in the traffic helicopter flying over the uh, 405 right now. There appears to be a water buffalo jackknifed across the entire freeway. We're going to get some napalm in there trying to hose that sucker down a little bit. 4317, delete Dave. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm pretty hey. sure somebody's driven a bath up on 405 there. We just got to get them up and most high as the candy. I mean, really, who hasn't driven up? <laughs> that was a decent Robin Williams. I had the volume turned down. My apologies. Yeah, awesome. All right, let's get to the news, guys. From AB. <laughs> God. Can we get more Baker Street? I'm really struggling. Really struggling. From tonight. ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. <laughs> No, it's not. It's Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. It only took 66 episodes, but this show is tight! <laughs> Tightly produced by one Steve Baldwin. And you know what else is tight? You know what else is tight? <laughs> Billy D. freaking Williams oh. is tight. And it is almost 100% official. Billy D. Williams reported by many sources, including Hollywood Reporter, is returning to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. The actor is returning for episode 9, coming in, what is it, Christmas 2019. Wait, 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 wait. It's 100% confirmed, except from the one source who can actually confirm it. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I was unable... It's so funny, I, I think I said this on a thread, I cannot find any official word from Lucasfilm but it's being reported by Hollywood Reporter, Variety, many other sources, probably all from the same internet blogger and the internet echo chamber <laughs> taking over. Uh, but this is that Billy D. Williams is returning. Uh, the actor who famously played the galactic gambler Lando Calrissian will reprise the role for Star Wars Episode Nine, the next Star Wars installment from Lucasfilm, and that is from HollywoodReporter.com. So I'm, I'm excited about this one, guys. I love Billy D. He's the coolest guy out there. Everything he does, you cannot take your eyes off of him. He's a, he's wonderful in the Star Wars universe, and I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled that he is coming back. Allegedly. 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 Uh, All right. I, tend, I tend to believe this report. You do? I'm okay. pretty sure he's starring in the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great? You know what? I Obi-Wan Kalando, what they're calling it. I, I got to well, put yeah. out... So, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, you'll remember, I think, after Episode Eight came out, and we were talking about how do you deal with uh, Princess Leia's death and having to have it off screen, and I suggested at the time one possibility would be having the lone surviving old friend come back, Lando Calrissian, to deliver the grim news of how General Leia met her off-screen demise, and maybe that's what they're actually going to do. Yeah, and while he's doing that, they'll just shoot him in the back. Because I'm sorry... <laughs> All they're doing is killing off all the original characters. And and, and and I may be joking about that, but seriously, they are out to kill everybody out of this, this except, universe. Except C-3PO. Except, except for the one person that really needs to go. Let 3PO die. Kill him if you have to. Isn't that a line? That Doesn't Kylo say that? I think so. Uh, Wouldn't that be like awesome? That. Is like they do like an after credit scene at the end of episode 9 where they just, you know, they fade back in from whatever black they faded out to and it's just C-3PO standing in the middle screen <laughs> like just, just total Deadpool style. Come, somebody comes up from behind and just caps him right just, in the fucking head. <laughs> Can you imagine how Kylo Ren would react to C-3PO knowing that Grandfather built him? 
Also in the news about episode 9, guys, and this one's legit. This is being reported by Variety, which in my opinion is probably the best source for Hollywood news out there. One of the best, anyway. Star Wars episode 9, Eyes, Carrie Russell. Hmm. Carrie Russell is is in talks to join episode 9. The Felicity star, of course, from the 90s. And the Americans. From, and, and, the, and the Americans from Currently last the, week. Just ended the <laughs> Americans, which, by the way, do you guys had, did you guys watch that show or do you? I, no, I, I am not caught up yet. I am okay. like oh. four episodes out. No spoilers then. Okay. I have not no. seen a single episode, but I hear it's excellent. Yeah. It is, it's, it's amazing. Very good. Very, very good show. It's, it's um, just a lot of eye candy, a lot to look at, great storytelling. A lot of, uh, of course, it takes place in the '70s and '80s. So you got the, you got the, the sort of the retro look to everything. It just everything about that show is fun, and Carrie Russell is fabulous in it. She's yeah. great. She's a really fun actress um, to watch, and uh, I welcome this. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this. Who knows what role she's going to play? You could speculate about that, but um, she it looks is a lot like recruited. Daisy Ridley. Just throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. Now she does. I am I'm excited for to see her come in. I think I you know she's a she's a great actress. She's played a lot of very interesting characters. I'm excited for it. I am less excited about Billy D. Williams coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, let, let's talk about that. No, are you are you not excited at all about him coming back, Greg? Or are you just less than Carrie? Uh, I am not excited about him at all coming back. Really? Um, not so much that I'm afraid he's just going to die. I think we've we've done the nostalgia trail. I I mm-hmm. I, I, I I just I don't really want. I don't have the need to see Land- Lando played an important part in in um, Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. He played a part I felt was tacked on in in Return of the Jedi. Like yes, they they wanted Han in that part. But when when Harrison Ford couldn't convince them to kill him, they're like, "Well, we're just going to do something else with you, and we're going to put Lando in that part." So yeah. I don't. Lando didn't really have a, a great part in Return of the Jedi. So he's he's just a character that that is there. He's the, he's not important to the story at all. What yeah. do we need to see him for in Episode Nine? You're talking What's about the do? second half of Return of the Jedi. The first half was kind of Lando's redemption to come back and make make the wrong right that he did in. In Empire, yeah, he stood in the background. That's all he did. He stood in the background. He didn't do anything in, on the, to help to help rescue uh, Han off of there. Well, didn't do anything. As, as far as we know, yeah. As far as we see, sure, you can assume that. But he was part of the major plan. Uh, are we going to? Do we have to argue this? Do we have to go into this whole thing? <laughs> no, no, we don't. I know that there is. I know. Is there any part of you, Greg, that is like I just kind of want to? Okay, here's here's one thing. I want to okay. see. What Lando, what what where Lando's life led after Jedi? In the same way that I was curious as to what Luke was going to be like, I want to see Lando. See, I, I he's like he's like an old he's like my old friend. I want to see what he's been up to. Yeah, but here's my thing, Greg. This is targeted for use, but go ahead. So okay. and I, I got because I got a couple things I want to say. I can't take credit for this because I actually saw a piece on this. So I'm going to give some shout outs and some props to the the right people, but. Here's my problem: is the way that, and, and sorry if I'm going to sound like a, a, a detractor of Disney, but Disney, the way that they're handling this new trilogy is bugging me. And my problem is, is breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Shocker to everybody who hasn't listened to the show in the last year. Um, <laughs> here's my problem: you know he's coming back to die. I mean, if you say no, we don't know. Maybe I mean, c- 
come on. Their track record right now is let's just off everybody or turn them into a floating Jedi in the middle of space and turn them into a Statue of Liberty. Look, I want to see Lando. I really want to see him. But my problem is, is we got Han killed. We got Luke killed. And we got Leia, well, really is gone. So now you're going to put Lando in there. And I'm sorry, it's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for our old buddy, Mr. Colt 45. He's gonna end up dead. Works every so, time. It does. So what's gonna what's gonna happen at the end of episode nine when he still lives, Scott? How are you gonna feel about that? <laughs> I don't know. It better be a damn good story. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, well, okay. guys. So let's is... call. Let's say it's a damn good story and he's dead. Then how do you feel about it? If it's a damn good story, yes. <laughs> Listen, this is JJ. <laughs> this is JJ Abrams. We know he can wrap up a storyline. What? Wait, wait, wait! Are you drinking over there, Mister Baldwin? I don't know. It's absinthe and a few other weird magical potions, and yeah. What what storyline has he wrapped up? Please go, go on. I know. Alien? Oh no, not alien. Okay, I may have been being Um, a little facetious there. I may have been being a little felicity there. Wait, wait, wait! Lost, lost. Oh no, no, no! I take that back. I'm sorry. Hey, I like the ending of Lost. Shut up. Really? Yes. We need to have a. We do. Podcast. Lost talk. Lost. All right, moving on. The lost hive. <laughs> the lost. Oh, we've been lost since episode one. Um, yes, all right, the other episode nine news that's out there, and this is this is my favorite, maybe my favorite. So I should have saved this till the end. I always save the funny story till the end, but this time I didn't. Greg, does Mark Hamill's shaved beard tease Luke's Force Ghost in episode nine? <laughs> You you shared this on our thread, and I literally... No, this was not me. This was not me. I think it was Oh, name. it wasn't? Uh, oh, who shared it? One of you did. It was me. Oh, say, thanks, Dave. And I was in a meeting when this came across the thread, and I just started laughing, and I had to make up some excuse as to why I was laughing, not looking at Star Wars stuff. Um, I was looking at porn. I'm sorry. I, I do not look at porn <laughs> at work. Um, my boss listens to the show, you guys. It's not cool. Um... Uh, this you is don't uh, want to, you don't want your boss to know you look at like, like, I mean, like, I she, like she doesn't everything know. else we do on this show that's where you draw the line <laughs> <laughs> i'm staring at this porg no, no, my boss can't know about that but everything else is fine <laughs> this porg is staring me down just giving me a really making me look guilty right now feeling oh, guilty yeah. right now. but uh this is comicbook.com reporting uh the title is star wars does mark hamill's shave beard tease luke's force ghost in episode nine for years, Mark Hamill has adorned an impressive beard, which has helped him portray an older Luke Skywalker, who has abandoned his life as a Jedi to live on isolation on Ock 2. Uh, the character does give his life to save the Resistance in The Last Jedi, while Hamill himself has shaved off the impressive facial hair. While shooting the episode 9 is set to begin later this month. Holy cow. Yeah. Later this month. Some theories posit that the lack of beard could confirm an appearance in the new film. Yeah, you know, let's just lay it on the table. He's going to be in there. He's got to be in there, right? He's got to be. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's got to. It's more than us speculating before this Lando 100%, 99.9% yeah. factoid that's popping up all over the place. He's in there. Yeah. Well... We had a conversation in the pre-show last week okay. that I am unable to share currently. So I will. we need to discuss after. Okay. I cannot reveal what I know. 
So, what you know? <laughs> to the masses. Oh, my God. You know something. I do. Oh, man. All right. Last little bit of news here. Um, oh, wait a minute. This one. About the movies. About the film universe. It's worth noting, Solo, A Star Wars Story is official uh, Blu-ray release is uh, we have sources, industry sources. Nice. That's target.com. <laughs> uh, showing showing that uh, it is available if you pay for express shipping, you can own your copy of Star Wars, uh, sorry, a uh, solo, a Star Wars story on September 9th. Wow. So there you go. There you have it. You can pre-order now and get it by September 9th. Now that I'm looking for it, I can't see it. But I remember it did say September 9th. Guys, I'm, I'm going to say I, I really need go. to get this out there. Right there. Yeah. I will own Solo before I own The Last Jedi. Yeah. That does not surprise this show. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bigger, bigger flop. Solo, a Star Wars story, or Skyscraper? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, cause, mm. and as near as I can tell, Skyscraper's pitch was die hard in a building. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, that's well, every action film after Die Hard has been a die hard on a bus or die yeah. hard uh, in an airplane over Las yeah. Vegas with yeah. a bunch of psychopathic popular actors. Or Everything The Rock does is solid gold. Except skyscraper. Yeah. Except skyscraper. Yeah, yeah. He, I, he's always so good. He's just so like and really and he's, really rampage. To be honest, a wrinkle in time outgrossed rampage. Yeah, okay. he's so likable. That rock. Yeah, that yeah. rock. Well, yeah. Um, all right. One other bit of news in the uh, Star Wars release cycle here. Um, some artwork was released. Oh, yakface.com for uh, for. Uh, the Star Wars Resistance, which is the new animated show that's coming in the fall, and Yakface <laughs> on Twitter, that's at Yak underscore face. Uh, you can look it up, and also it's here on comicbook.com. Now, I had forgotten, we talked about this before, but I had forgotten before looking at this, that this series is in the style of like, the Japanese cartoon, like the manga style. Yeah. The whole thing is going to be in this style. That is going to be pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing the art. The art on this show is going to be really cool. Um, some character faces revealed. I think we have some names, too. I don't have them pulled up. but It does look like a Greedo back there. Maybe. Yeah, it looks like know. there could be a Greedo. Um, a Rodian. You've got some uh, Resistance slash Empire Imperial-looking troops. And uh, you've got what looks a little bit like a Naboo one fighter, but it's not quite it's the same color really. But um, some good looking stuff here. Got a wow. BB eight there on the right. This actually looks like one of those junk fighters they're flying oh, in Last Jedi. It does. The the little whatever salt. Yeah, the, it's skin, Imperial the salt a, a rebel base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only in good shape. Yeah. Before it got uh, demolished. Yeah. And uh, so take a look at this on Twitter uh, at under at yak underscore face or on comicbook.com title of this article is release window and first look at star wars resistance characters unveiled nice good looking artwork for that show uh a little bit of an update here with disneyland guys we're getting closer now we're getting a lot closer to star wars land opening 
in the summer of 2019. Yeah. So we're about a year away. Uh, this article on MiceChat.com, Disneyland Update, Star Wars, Tiki, and Castle Crumbles, um, has some pictures of the, the uh, some recent pictures of the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge construction. Um, from the look of it, these pictures look like they're taken from the parking structure, the Mickey and Friends parking structure, uh, which they are building. I don't know if you've been to Disneyland recently, but they're building another parking structure right next to the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Oh my God. They're building another one. Um, so another yeah. hundred. That, that is the largest parking structure I've ever seen yeah. to well, start off with. I yeah. want to say it was the largest one ever built. Yeah. In Like in the world uh, when it opened. It's it's Yeesh. seriously insane. You yeah. you can get lost in that. Thing. It is. It's huge. Um, they're building another one right next to it, and uh, so these some of these photos on micechat.com um, showing that Galaxy's Edge is really moving along, progressing well. Some of the mountains in the back of the mountain range are being are being painted, like in the paint and painting stage, and the scaffolding is starting to come down. So this looks like it's on target to open next year. Yeah. There's speculation for pass holders and other, um, how should we say, uh, lucky folks, I guess you could say, uh, for preview days in the spring. Because yeah. nice. what they'll do is typically when they open a new land or a new ride, they'll have preview days for the gifted few that yeah. get to go check it out. Um, someone on this show has a strong connection to the force to getting into <laughs> Disneyland and uh, I don't want to say who it is Greg but you know yeah I think I think maybe you need you need to work that a little bit I've already asked my super secret source mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. about sneaking me onto the lot and he Ooh. just laughed in my face <laughs> <laughs> damn it all right well, thanks for trying. I know you're there I'm for the gonna, show. I'm not going to stop, damn it. I'm not going to stop. He's a blood relative. He's got. He can't deny me for long. <laughs> oh, Hold man. my well, beer, says the blood relative. Yeah, that thing is going to be fantastic. Um, we got a couple of stories in the Marvel universe, guys. We usually cover stuff, and I kind of, I'm almost feeling like we need a Marvel segment. I don't know if we want to do that, but maybe breaking it off officially as part of the Wretched Hive. Talk about some Marvel stuff every every couple of weeks. We can talk about that off the air. But um, did you see the the Avengers Infinity War uh, director urging Josh Brolin to snap ban Reddit users? So yes. If you haven't, yes. if you haven't seen that is this, one of my favorite things I have seen this month. So so let me just break it down and and Dave fill in the gaps if I screw this up. So there's a Reddit forum thread. I guess you call it a forum um, for fans of Infinity War and and fans of Thanos, uh, Thanos right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and, a, it's a subreddit group. Thanos was right. Subreddit group. Thank you, thank you. Yes, Thanos was right. And so they all agreed. All the members of this group agreed that Thanos himself would snap his fingers, and exactly fifty percent of the members of the group would be banned from the group. <laughs> well, it. it it was a group started like, oh, Thanos is right. There is this imbalance. You know what? What did he do? Wow. It was so wrong. He killed half the universe. It's great, and it kind of built around that. It started off that, hey, we should get the moderators to just randomly ban half of the members of this group just because Thanos was right, and it escalated from there to the point where the Russo brothers, who directed Infinity War, got involved and say, yes, we support this, and they actually got 
Josh Brolin to record a video snapping the fingers <laughs> that was that was played at the moment that the subreddit group started banning half their membership. Uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. That's it's, awesome. Uh, it's just so amazing. Talk about dedicated fandom. Yeah. And talk about responding to dedicated fandom, too. Yeah. That's very, very cool of those guys to take time out of their busy schedule of, you know, making the next, you know, $700 million movie for Disney to do that quick thing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you're, so, you're so modest, Dave. Um, $700 million. Oh, my Just God. On, on their behalf. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, a little bit of sad news. Also, um, out of the Marvel Universe, we have to uh, report on these, these uh, as well. Um, Steve Ditko. Yeah, this yes. is crushing. Who yeah. was a, uh, well, he was a creator for Marvel um, back in the day. Um, helped create Spider-Man, I believe. And um, original, original artist for Spider-Man, original was, artist for Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, passed away last week. He was 90 years old. Um, and he passed away on um, June 29th, 2018. Mm. So uh, rest in peace, Steve Ditko. Founding, one of the founding it, fathers here. With yeah, it, it is legitimate to say that a giant no longer walks the earth. Mm -hmm. To try to measure what his contribution to, you know, this this thing that we call pop culture, to try to measure that, it for him is virtually impossible. I mean, he co-created Spider-Man, and that costume, I would argue, that is the most distinctive superhero costume in existence, bar none. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. when you think superhero costumes, there's 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 Superman, there's Batman, there's Spider Man. There's, I mean, those are the those are the three that come to mind. Yeah, yeah. you can you can show somebody anywhere in the world instantly those three kind of logo costumes, and they will pretty much know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's mm -hmm. remarkable. Now, Dave, you and I uh, recently were hanging out, and we had a discussion about artists and stuff, and and it was about Spider Man. I think was the first one, wasn't it? And then X Men mm -hmm. afterwards. It, and, one, and one of the one of the two, yeah. And and Ditko came up, and and, and we had a pretty interesting conversation. And it, right after that happened, you know, Steve passed away, and it was just like, oh my god! I mean, it it really hits. Steve's you, right like, next to you, Scott. Yeah, Steve, you're, you're I'm out. okay. I'm all right. <laughs> He's all right. I'm still here. He uh, he avoided the snap. <laughs> no, it was it, it's just one of those things that it it hits you harder than you think. Mm -hmm. And uh, what a, what a, what an influence on my life, just personally as a fan and a reader of comics mm -hmm. uh, and and everything I was into, really. So just briefly reading from uh, HollywoodReporter.com, the director Scott Dickerson told the Hollywood Reporter in 2016. Uh, at the release of the Doctor Strange movie, which, by the way, I watched last week again for maybe the third or fourth time. That's a really fun movie. It is. I really like Doctor mm -hmm. Strange. Um, really ties in with uh, Ant-Man and Wasp also. Dickerson, uh, or sorry, Derrickson, Scott Derrickson said, we didn't approach him to come to the movie. Uh, he's like J.D. Salinger. He's private and has intentionally stayed out of the spotlight like J.D. Salinger. Um, I hope he goes to see the movie wherever he is because I think we paid homage to his work. So Steve Ditko passed away at 90. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Ditko. Mm. Right, guys, last story of the day. And Dave, I'm going to sort of hand this off to you. We need an update on the Disney-Fox merger. Last I read, and this is a couple days ago, Comcast had offered $34 billion for Sky TV 
which was topping a bid from Fox, and that's only significant because Disney is trying to buy Fox, and Fox is trying to leverage themselves enough to be able to retain um, some of the sports channels. Is that am I saying that correctly? I I don't think so. The Sky okay. thing is a little confusing, and okay. I think I have this right now. So got it. Disney is trying to buy Fox's assets, which include a minority stake in Sky, something like 39% or something like that. Fox is apparently in a bidding war with Comcast over the remaining 61% of those Sky assets, those those hardwire broadcasting assets in England and Europe. And if Comcast gets control of those from Fox then I think the, the peel-off is that they would then go to Disney and say, hey, we, you just bought all this other stuff. What would you, would you sell us back your minority stake in Sky so we can own 100% of it? And that's when I would anticipate Disney would say, yes, and we're going to knock X number of billions of dollars off of the cost of that for the Incredible Hulk intellectual property rights that we deservedly should have. Okay, got it. Got it. I think I got that right. It's, it's very confusing. So where then? So where does this leave the Disney Fox merger? Has there been any additional news that uh, you can report, Dave Potter, on the Disney uh, purchase yes. of Fox? Yes, there was a Disney shareholder that filed a lawsuit as an individual trying to stop the merger because he felt something was undervalued or overvalued. I really couldn't be bothered to pay attention to what it was, to be mm. perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. But that's the the last bit of news. The Fox shareholders are scheduled to vote at the end of this month that we're in, July. Hmm. So the clock is ticking for Comcast to make some kind of a counteroffer. But if they're in a bidding war with Fox over the majority stakeholder rights for Sky, I'm not sure where they're going to get the cash Hmm. to get into a bidding war with Disney in that regard. Got it. Okay. Okay. It's it's interesting how they just won't let this thing go. And and, 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 and now the there isn't there a, another government lawsuit um, appealing the decision of the Justice Department approving pre-approving this deal to go through? Isn't there some other thing going so, on, going through on that? So end? yeah, so the AT and T Time Warner merger, which the Justice Department sued over, coincidentally right after Donald Trump became president, because Donald Trump apparently hates CNN. That trial ended a, a month or two ago. Fake and news. Before, yeah, the court. Yeah, the court found that no, there's no reason this merger shouldn't go through. AT and T immediately, faster than Thanos snaps his fingers, <laughs> took control of Time Warner and started installing people and integrating things. And now suddenly, the Justice Department is saying we're going to appeal this. And one, I don't see how they're going to be successful because those types of trials that are in the hand of a judge over over business mergers are very carefully and meticulously recorded and decided it's very difficult to try to overturn anything but at this point even if they did i'm like how do you unscramble this omelet it's already baked at this point (laughs) i mean they've already installed like a new head of hbo he's held town hall meetings and told people like look this is going to change and you got to be ready for a really rough year you can't just suddenly be like oh sorry my bad we have to undo all of this I don't see how you can actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. But that, Greg, would have bearing on if Comcast was in a position to try to acquire the Fox assets because it's that similar type of merger yeah. where it's a, a vertical integration. But the Disney-Fox merger is just a horizontal. It's one movie studio acquiring another movie studio. 
the AT&T Time Warner thing really doesn't have any bearing on that whatsoever. And even if it did, they've already been pre-approved by the federal government to move forward with it, which at the end of the day is one of the biggest advantages Disney has over Comcast at this point. They can close this deal lickety-split because they already have regulatory approval. If Comcast were to be favored by the stockholders, they would be starting at square one for regulatory approval, and this thing would not be resolved until at least this time next year. Although one can understand the conversation and the concerns around the antitrust uh, sort of issues here, potentially, because if you just look at, this is reading, and again, again from, from our favorite CNN, CNN Media. Um, Fake news. Owned this by AT&T. Is, Don't it, believe them. If the merger, if the merger comes together, if this happens, for this year, Disney will own almost fifty percent of the domestic box office. Yeah, yeah, that's just fifty freaking real percent in one studio's hands. Yeah. Uh, this is between um, thanks to Black Black Panther, Avengers: Infinity War, Incredibles two, of course Pixar, Deadpool two. Um, everything all combined. Don't forget Solo. Solo. <laughs> this is uh, our sixth movie of the year. This is according to money.cnn.com. <laughs> Failure. Naming Failure. Disney the Walmart of Hollywood. They carry everything, people. Wow. So, yep. and here's the thing with that: that is a titanic amount of the market for one studio to have, and where there is concern among the theater distribution distribution side of it is when you have somebody that controls that much of the product coming out, they can start to really leverage and dictate the terms of how much money they get from the box office. I don't think most people are really conscious of the fact that when they buy a movie ticket, that revenue is split between the, the movie theater chain that you're going to and the studio that made the picture. And a uh, industry standard from what I read is somewhere between 50 and 55%. Disney with The Last Jedi held out and got 65%. And they were able to do that because of the success of the franchise and studio and theaters just wanted to have it because you get all the ancillary revenue from concession sales. Once Disney controls 50% of the box office totals yeah. of the product going in there, who's to say that number's not going to become 70%? And when it does, that large tub of popcorn is suddenly going to start costing you $10 a piece. And this is exactly why the small independent theaters basically no longer exist. Yeah, It's all yeah. these 20-screen these cinemaplexes because those are the ones that can afford to pay Disney 55%. Yeah. These little that, guys that have two screens or even one screen... Yeah. You know, they, they can't stay in business. Yeah. Well, yeah. that and the overall box office attendance numbers are declining. If you if you look at the numbers mm. on Box Office Mojo, you'll see that their attendance has dropped over time, while average ticket price has gone up. So that's yeah. why box office revenue always grows, or usually grows slightly every year, because the ticket prices inflate just a little bit more to counteract the loss of people going to see movies. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for uh, keeping up to date on that stuff, Dave. Uh, fascinating to watch this uh, play out, and. Um, I think Disney's going to end up with uh, a lot of properties that we're going to be interested in over the next few I, years. I do too, but again, to keep it, to bring it home to this is the Wretched Hive and we talk about Star Wars first, mm -hmm. my hope is that by the next time we're recording this, we can talk about how 
for the first time in five or six years, this the Star Wars movies will all finally be home under one banner again where they belong. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Does that mean we're going to get the original release of Episode 4 on no, Blu-ray? No, God, don't start <laughs> <laughs> It's the Star Wars Tweet of the Week. Yahoo! Really? Curious. Because everybody knows that Twitter is a source of endless positivity. You're gravely mistaken. Come to your senses! Well, uh, there are a few Twitter accounts that are kind of funny. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, what do you got for us this week? Unaltered version of the of episode four again. We're, it's never gonna happen, Steve. It's never gonna happen. Just you bite your it. tongue. Learn to li- learn to live with it. Accept it. You have to just release the past and let it die. Fake news. That's what I'm telling you, <laughs> guys. It has been a while since we've checked in with uh, Ho Ass Ray. But it is time for a little slutty Ray this week. Oh, God, I'm going to have to shower after this, aren't I? Exactly. So everybody uh, everybody, just get ready. From, I go back to July the 4th, America's birthday. Oh, God. Slutty Ray tells us, fireworks aren't the only thing that I'll be shooting out of a cannon tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, you little pigs. So this is the man who apologized for us being dirty old men about an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you can beat the, you can take the man out of the dirty old, but you can't put the dirty old back in the man. I, I can't. A dirty old? What are you talking about? Old, take the dirty old out of the man, but you can't take the slutty out of Ray. That's the pan being on the other foot. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. What happened to Baker Street? Oh, <laughs> cue up some Baker Street for you if you want. Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I think that might be a regular. Actually, here we go. There we Why go. Didn't you wait there we go. Well, guys, episode sixty-six <laughs> is in the books. Episodes. Now we just have, we have six minutes to vamp now. This is a long fucking oh, song. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're not gonna. We are not gonna vamp for six minutes. <laughs> oh, that's not the only thing I can't do for six minutes. Mm-hmm. Listen to that horn. Hey there, everybody. There we go. Uh, Alright. Guys, episode 66 really is in the books. We did it. We made it through. Uh, Don't make me do that again, please. (laughs) I don't think I could handle more Baker Street. Guys, um, this has been a lot of fun. And listen, if you haven't downloaded our app, go ahead and take a look at it. If you happen to download it during the recording of our show which took place on Wednesday, July 17th, around 10.30 p.m. 
You're going to win a million dollars from Greg, so what? that's our contest from wow. this week. That's what Greg said. million dollars. Wait, the show's still going. I'm downloading it right now. No, it does, you don't nope. count. Oh, yeah, you, have, you have to wait until after the announcement. Oh. Can't be a, but you do need to update yours. That's the old version. What the if, you, if you counted any less, Scott, you might as well be named after a Marvel actor right now. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Give us a call on the Wretched Hive hotline. That's 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. That's H-I-V-E in case you can't spell HIVE. Uh, you can find us online on Facebook.com forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. Tweet at us. At RetchHivePod. You can email us. You know, we still use email. You can snail mail us, but uh, Greg's home address is... <laughs> uh, email us at... At... WretchedHive... At Yahoo.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, TheWretchedHive77. And online at... TheWretchedHive.net. Uh... Also, if you want to listen to the show, there's many ways you can do it. We're on almost every podcatcher now, um, including Google Podcasts. And of course, maybe the best way to listen to the show is through your iPhone on iTunes. Most of our listeners do listen to their iPhone. Um, Listen to the show through their iPhone. Um, Subscribe to the show. Leave a review. Five stars, one stars, any stars. We don't care. We just want to connect with you. Listeners of the Wretched Eye Podcast. And guys, sorry, no time for last comments today. Have a great week, everybody. May the Force be with us all. Good night, Twi'leks. Hit that post. <laughs>